Thank you all for tuning in to the Your Edge podcast. I'm Therese Van Ryan, Senior Director of External Communications at Zebra Technologies, and here to give us the first Zebra Inclusion and Diversity Action Report of 2023 is Shelly Eads, Zebra's Senior Director of Inclusion and Diversity and HR Transformation. Though Shelly just assumed this role in November, she spent the last 13 years at Zebra driving diversity initiatives both inside and outside of the company. She's been an active member of her community, partnering with outreach and charity organizations to enable exposure, development, and employment opportunities for underrepresented and disadvantaged groups. This has included work with organizations providing employment skills to young adults on the autistic spectrum, access to our EMEA Zebra Experience Center for students considering careers in STEM, as well as supporting virtual work experience platforms to engage engineering undergrads from diverse backgrounds. Shelley has also partnered with local inclusion network leads to influence decisions on internal benefits and policies. Shelly, I'm personally so excited to have you here. I know you've been working hard to embed IND into everything we do at Zebra, and you are an exemplary role model for me and so many others. Oh, thank you so much, Therese. I really appreciate that. It's great to be here. Wonderful. Shelly, I understand we're encouraging Zebra Nation to consider the four C's when thinking of how best to promote greater inclusion and diversity here at Zebra. Why don't we start by talking a little bit about those? Yeah, great. And and when we're thinking seas, we're not thinking water. <laughs> we're thinking um, about a the cornerstones of, of inclusion and diversity, and trying to find trying to find some mechanisms to to reevaluate or consider how we might engage with IND. So the four C's stand for culture, career, community, and customer, and are really built around where we've come from through an inclusion and diversity journey or through our journey as a company mm -hmm. um, and um, we, we really did start with culture we've done so much um, and made so much progress in embedding IND within our culture here at Zebra and I think we should feel really proud of that um, all Zebras should be really proud of that and we have inclusion networks functional councils and champions that advance our awareness and celebrate differences much of much of which just simply wasn't in place a few years ago. Um, IND is in our vernacular, it's in our language, it's in our everyday um, conversations with each other, I hear it. Um, and I think that's a really good base point, which is why I think culture still needs to be embedded within this model. The additional components of career, community and customer are explicitly laid out to encourage all of us to think more broadly about how we engage uh, with, with IND. We, some of us may already be members of inclusion networks or championing IND activities. Or we may be focusing on work in uh, communities uh, to advocate for opportunities for underrepresented groups like I have. Mm -hmm. um, and as such, the, the Four C's is also a real attempt to recognise all of those efforts, advocate um, and really celebrate the variety of ways that zebras can have an impact and advance our culture of inclusion and also impact the communities around us. I think we've got so much more opportunity here, Therese, um, and particularly with our customers and partners, which is why um, having the, uh, the 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 recognition of, of customer is really important within the four C's. Mm -hmm. They're really demanding so much more of us, Therese, as a company. And you know, I've I've been a recipient from for our, from RFPs um, with customers asking us just what we're doing to help in the societies and communities around us. And I think uh, leveraging our networks of customers and partners around the world to share ideas 
and come together on common goals around IND is really why customer features as a, a prominent component of this 4C model as well. So to reiterate, career, community and customer um, are supported by this uh, starting point of culture for the 4C model. Mm -hmm. I like that. Why did you choose to segment into four focus areas? Some might say career and culture overlap, for example. I love this question because they absolutely do overlap, Therese, um, and it really hits the centerpiece of this whole model. Um, they all intersect and overlap, and it's that connection that really um, that really is important. So take let's take your example of culture and career. Um, mm. I, you know, like I said, there may be individuals that are members of an inclusion network today. This experience, um, perhaps not recognised as much as it could be, also aids a personal development. Right, I could be actively involved in a, a network and being pushed into activities that I may not be otherwise experienced in with my current role or through my career thus far. Um, I may be keen to explore opportunities on an inclusion network that could be, you know, helping managing budgets that I haven't been exposed to. So there could be real practical experience that I could gain through my engagement through inclusion networks and the culture impact that um, those networks play a huge, a huge role in doing. Um, and uh, I think there's the I think we do need to do more to recognize the developmental impact um, that, you know, being a champion, being on IND councils, as many functions have. They, I think we we should really recognize that the career opportunities and advocate the opportunities for all zebras to think about our IDPs um, and how we could take advantage of different different experiences that enable us to develop in our careers and I don't think IDP should sit separately to those considerations. Um, we also encourage everybody, all employees in the company to think about performance goals um, related to IND. So I think there's a real intersect between how we can contribute through the work that we do, but also what we could gain through our own personal development. So there's a real intersect from a culture and career perspective for sure. Um, there's also the example that you know I alluded to earlier, which is you know we could take customer and community. You know we we there are many individuals that are being asked through the RFP process as to what we might be doing as a as a company in there to help with supporting those that are underrepresented in the community and giving access to opportunities here at Zebra. I may decide that actually I want to get more involved and understand what more we could do here. Maybe I speak to the customer and find out what they do. Maybe I could share that back with the organization. Um, maybe I share that back with the IND team. So I think there's massive crossover and intersect of the 4C model and that really hits the point. The one thing I will say though, Therese, is that I think it's really important to drive focus so the individual segments are intended to do that. There is so many things um, that are being done, so many actions that are being taken. And in fact, my initial observations of being in this role is that we could probably do more to leverage each other. Um, there might be some things that we are advancing in different pockets functionally um, or maybe in different locations. We could learn from each other, perhaps. Uh, there might be some things that we're already doing in one location that we could benefit from understanding in another rather than recreating. So using this 4C model is also intended as a planning tool to, mm -hmm. to drive focus and a, uh, a mechanism for us to share potential inclusion network, um, IND council or champion planning, or indeed team planning as well with others so that we could find out whether others could help us and support us so that we're not trying to tackle this in, in isolation. Right, right. 
great points. One note, IDP, for those that aren't familiar with that acronym, Individual Development Plan, right? So it, it yes. could be part of, although it may not be their full-time role today, by getting involved in some of our inclusion networks, it could help them on their growth and development, right? Absolutely. Thank you for that, Joyce. Yeah, absolutely. Individual development planning um, that mm -hmm. sits alongside our performance goal setting. And, and that's, that's exactly exactly the, the point through the career C in the 4C model. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Though the 4C model has global reach, do you plan to execute against it using a more localized activation strategy? Yes, absolutely. And I think there's um, a few. Um, and as I mentioned, this is a very much we, we see this as a, a planning tool. So it's an opportunity, one, to evaluate some of the actions that are already being taken. But if we take this, there are, you know, some of the, the regions that we have across Zebra, there are regional IND councils that could use this tool to really think about how they might activate or advance a little bit more from a customer's perspective. It gives us an opportunity to evaluate on, in a more localized way. Where are we focusing our IND efforts? Have we been more orientated towards culture? Is there an opportunity to perhaps focus more on what our finding out more what our customers are doing or maybe there's an opportunity to do some more work in the community so the activation here is how do we uh, maybe it's a you know a regional or a local council or a, a functional team that can use right. this model to activate and what we're hoping to do Therese is because you know IND is about all of us right um mm -hmm. and I think that the, the key critical factor here is Enabling accountability and encouraging engagement for everybody for a really simplistic tool um, and for us to think about how we plan together. Um, and one of the one of the things that we will start doing and start piloting as an IND team is some team activation sessions. So what we are currently pulling together is um, a specific facilitated session on the 4C model. So if anybody listening to this podcast internally is interested in piloting that with us, then please do contact me or the other members of the IND team. We'd be more than happy to, to, to work through this with you because what we're trying to think about is how do we use this model to consider what have we done so far, what have been the outcomes, um, and where might we orientate ourselves going forward um, to bring us together as a team um, and advance some of the IND efforts that we're really passionate about as a group. It's mm -hmm. a great idea. As we've discussed, Shelley, there has been a lot of work done in recent years to create a more inclusive culture at Zebra. Mm -hmm. You've mentioned launching several inclusion networks, which serve as employee research groups. We've introduced policies and added benefits that better support our diverse employee population, as well as investing a lot of time in listening and learning from others. The number of open conversations employees have had during the workday has grown exponentially. So what more do you feel needs to be done from a culture perspective? Yeah, I think there's a few opportunities here. And uh, first of all, I want to kind of hone in on the inclusion networks and, you know, what, as you mentioned, that serve as our employee resource groups. I think there's really a way of elevating their voice. Um, and I'm certainly really interested to learn more from from our employee resource groups, uh, because I think they're a real source of education and awareness for us um, as, as employees of Zebra. Um, and I think there's much more that we can do there to, to give more visibility and um, just, yeah, more learning that I think and awareness that we can create from uh, participants and members and leaders of those groups. Um, you mentioned about taking time to listen and learn from others. Our 
employee population has changed dramatically over the last couple of years. I think we've hired over 2,000 people in the last uh, the last few years since COVID. And we work in very different ways now. Um, mm. And I think that a lot of time has been spent listening and learning from others. I think there's more that we could do in that space. Um, I think there's more that we can do to reconnect with each other and learn more about each other. I think back to the wonderful um, Leaders in Action culture shaping program. And I don't know if you remember, Therese, there was this opening part of the workshop, which is where we have a really deep introduction to each other. <laughs> um, and I remember feeling uncomfortable as a participant in, in engaging in that conversation. But I, I do think, or I reflect as I went on to facilitate those workshops, just how many people said, gosh, I've worked with you for 10 years and I didn't know these things about you. Um, <laughs> I think that, and, and how much, you know, how much individuals gained from those connections and awareness of each other. And I think the real spirit of inclusivity is just building that connection and understanding of those that we, that we work with. So I think there's much more that we can do to reinvigorate that and also bring back some of those, remind ourselves of some of those really important culture of learnings that we took through the Leaders in Action as well. Um, right. And I think there's more that we can learn from, from an external perspective. And um, I, I've been using the expression with a few individuals that are coming into this job. I've been doing a lot of research myself over the holiday period um, to to understand, hey, what does what does somebody doing this role do? <laughs> and how do you affect the culture? Well, the reality is that we all do that together. But um, I, I, I need to learn and understand. Um, I need to understand uh, what employees of Zebra think um, and what more that we could do from an inclusive perspective. We've scored really well to raise from an engagement uh, uh, so survey. I know we mm. did a poll survey only recently that we haven't seen the results of yet, but I think our inclusivity scores have continued to be strong. A and I think we also need to hear the voices on a more frequent basis, which is my commitment to, to understand a little bit more about our experiences in the organization and how we continue to build that culture of, of inclusivity. So to me, it's more listening, spending more mm. time understanding um, and really elevating where we hear the diverse voices and leveraging those employee resource groups, our inclusion networks, to make sure that we give a platform to hear those those impactful and and different voices that bring those that diversity and different perspective that we can continue to learn from. That's really important. Yes, absolutely. Shelley, you and I have been talking lately about how to increase the impact of Zebra's philanthropic efforts. Mm -hmm. And I know we share a goal of supporting a more diverse set of community organizations around the world. But I would imagine your community-centric IND ambitions for Zebra go beyond philanthropic support, right? Oh, absolutely. And um, I love the fact that we're going to continue working together um, on these yeah. on these joint priorities, Trace. And um, <laughs> yes, I think you mentioned in the opening to this with your lovely introduction to me, thank you. Um, some of the work that we've done here in EMEA um, and some specific uh, um, engagements that we've had in the community, because to me, I'm really passionate about access and not everybody has the same opportunities. And I think there's a real, there's, there's so much more that we can do to enable access to whether that's experience, employment, training, um, we've got so much that we can support in that space, and so many people do. I want to acknowledge the all the zebras that do that today. <laughs> um, 
but I, I think that, that we could be so much more deliberate with the specific communities that we uh, that we work in. And in fact, I have a call later with an organization based out of Illinois to see how we could advance uh, specific efforts there. We have diversity outreach partnerships as well to raise, which I also want to mention. So uh, and some of these um, some of these partnerships have been um, in, in the US specifically. Um, and and I think have been really great platform for us to learn and get some, you know, get Zebra's brand into into the awareness of specific communities. But where I think the community centric IND ambition sits is really about what I said on access. Mm -hmm. Often when we're partnering with other organizations, it assumes a certain access point into higher education. It assumes a certain access point into employment where that isn't available to all of us. Um, I've had personal experience of that myself, and which is why I'm really passionate about it. I also know that I've, whilst I didn't have the similar access opportunities when I was younger, I know that those around me had much worse experience than me. Um, and I, there's a bit of a pay it forward here <laughs> to raise that I'm really keen on. And whilst I think we have good platforms with our outreach partners, and that's really important, I think it should also sit alongside that deliberate engagement and relationship in the communities that we serve. Because I go back to the 4C model. There's real development in that, Therese, too. Mm -hmm. What I've really loved experiencing with the work that we've done um, through the partnerships you spoke about earlier is seeing how zebras work with a younger generation um, or with other groups that are looking for different experiences um, in the workplace and how they came to life before my very eyes <laughs> um, <laughs> and told me how scary that was and how how much development they took from trying to engage a different group of individuals that they rarely interact with in their everyday lives. That's a real intersect between community and career and development and I, I that's where I think there's much more impact that we could take advantage of so I'd love to hear ideas from individuals um, across the zebra nation to see where maybe there's locations across the globe where perhaps we aren't engaging in the community as much and if there's any ideas or suggestions or support that might be needed in that front then I'd, I'd love to hear more about it Therese it's a call to action <laughs> please tell go. me more where you see there's an opportunity both inside and outside Zebra Nation, right? Because you, you talked about um, customers earlier and, and our partner ecosystem is so important to Zebra. So to get them engaged, as you mentioned, I'm curious from your perspective, why do you feel it's so important to bring them on this journey with us? Oh gosh, I think um, I think we could take each other on the journey. I think there's an element of, um, you know, a, a, I've talked at a, a couple of events recently about this uh, suggestion um, called Worthy Rivals from Simon Sinek, which is uh, from his from the Infinite Game, and I think there's the, the worthy the worthy rivals with that we the, the, and maybe it comes across in the wrong way, but I think there's an opportunity with our network of customers and partners where we can really push each other <laughs> um, and challenge each other on some of the impact that we're making, and I'm seeing that through, like I said, through RFPs. But I think I I don't think we're curious enough about um, what what our customers and partners are doing, um, where we could learn from them. Um, and like I said earlier, internally, I don't think we are necessarily seeing opportunities in how we could leverage each other's support, but in, in many ways trying to do things ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think our impact collectively with customers and partners could be so much more significant. Imagine working within a local community with customers and partners. <laughs> Imagine how much more we could do through that collective work. Um, True. True. And 
I was working with an account manager last year on a specific large account and a mem a, um, a member of a, an ERG, an employee resource group at a customer was asking us a little bit more about um, some of our ERGs, how we're set up, um, how, you know, how we've advanced ERGs in Zebra, how they've done the same. So I think there's just so much more that we could learn from our customers and partners. And like I said, I think having that collective um, energy resource <laughs> means mm -hmm. that we could have so much more impact together. Um, I, I just think there's there's heaps and heaps of opportunity in learning there rather than just responding to the RFP. Right. I mean, I was going to say that's the easy part. It's not. But <laughs> but <laughs> I'd, I'd rather take us beyond that. You know, right. it's um, responding to it is great. And the fact that we have responses to it has shown just how much the how far we've come. But I think we should use that as a as a point of curiosity, not as, as just a closing action. I agree. As an example, on the philanthropic side, we invited partners to participate in the Great Cycle Challenge mm -hmm. with us last year, raising money for cancer research, and we exceeded our goal far beyond we would have without them. So that just is one example of the power of working together. So I agree with you so so much on that front. In the U.S., we're seeing some companies criticized for advancing their social policies and advocating for greater inclusive inclusivity and diversity within their organizations. Shelley, is this something you're seeing elsewhere in the world? Um, I'm seeing more the criticism coming from when when companies might take a stand or have a voice or have an opinion. Um, so the critique the, the critique I see um, is often from individuals within an organization that are wondering where where the voice is of the company on a particular mm -hmm. social issue. Um, and I think that's a really difficult one to balance, right? Because, you know, we we are all organizations of people and we are different and may have different um, perspectives. We work across different cultures that have different value sets. And it's a really complicated one for organizations to navigate through, I think, Therese. So therefore, I think it's natural to have the criticism for from different individuals as to when and how companies take a stance on particular social issues. And I think that's something that, quite honestly, we're still navigating through ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, I think our social impact, you know, I know I keep saying about the community, but I think of other organizations where they really, really try to think about how they can affect society through their work in the community. I think there's taking a stance on certain things that we are, you know, and I know that we've talked about this to, to raise how we continue to evaluate that as a company and what role we take. I do think, you know, there's, we also, through taking action and playing a part in the communities and societies we serve is also a, a way of, you know, of, of us playing a role. <laughs> um, mm. I know that some organizations have been criticized for having a voice, but don't follow up with action. So I think there's, is also making sure that if we have a voice that we're also active in certain spaces. So I think one, we have to be really clear about where it's important to take a, a stance. Um, because I think employees are holding us to account and that's where some of the criticism comes from. Mm -hmm. But I think I think the real value also comes in the the action and, and what we're doing in society. And that that also that comes in the community. But also, as you said earlier, it's internally, too. Let's challenge some of our policies. Let's challenge some of the some of the ways in which we're operating. And let's use the inclusion networks and our ERGs to really challenge some of our thinking, because taking taking a stance is just one one component right it's it's how we really embrace um 
yeah some of the some of the some of the issues some of the challenges and really challenge our thinking i think is the most important thing to show that we are advocating inclusivity and diversity to raise right Agreed. We've talked a lot about what we're doing inside of Zebra. I'm wondering in closing, Shelley, what you would recommend to other companies, others who are listening that may be exploring how to prioritize IND, why it's important and any advice you have for them? Yeah, I, I was listening to, um, I'm, I'm a podcast fanatic, so here I am doing one, but I'm a, I'm a fanatic in listening to them and had such a amazing podcast recently about um, trying to create this space between stimulus and response. And um, in organizations, we are stimulus response. And that's, you know, that's just the way we operate in our efficiency. And some of our success is driven by how agile we are in responding to the stimulus of what may be an external event. And our response as an organization is what makes us proud to be zebras. Um, I think sometimes we, we, we lack the space to think um more broadly about the impact that we could create um and i think there's real opportunities for organizations like us and other organizations to think maybe we have a goal that by virtue is quick but it doesn't enable um us to be more diverse and inclusive um mm -hmm. So, you know, some of the things that we're talking about internally is, you know, maybe, you know, focusing on the speed of hiring might mean that we miss opportunities to open up, you know, thoughts about where we might access and engage diverse candidates. You know, how do you prioritize the need for speed, <laughs> for want right. of a better expression, um, <laughs> and, and balance? And I think that my suggestion for us, my reflection myself, and the, the suggestion to other organizations is think, we work in a really demanding business environment and those demands I don't think are going to change too much, Therese. Mm -hmm. It's easy to respond to that stimulus and be super fast and efficient, which I I think we've proven time after time we can do. I think I think it's time to create ourselves some space um, to really think about how we could advance um, from an inclusion and not only from an inclusion diversity, diversity perspective, there's, there's well-being that sits in with that as well, Therese, quite honestly. Um, but how do we create that space so what we what the outcomes that we are achieving are so much more meaningful? Right. And longer lasting. So my encouragement if, for all zebras is think about for 2023 how we can create that space together. And if we do it together, there's more reinforcement collectively on creating that space. Um, so that you know the stimulus we're we're kind of breaking that pattern of stimulus response. The pattern of stimulus and response might mean that we do the same things, which by virtue discourages diversity without the intention of doing so. So mm -hmm. create the space, I think, to raise, allow the time to reflect and think and reevaluate maybe some decisions that we're making that could lead to a different outcome and perhaps could be more effective in the longer term. Mm -hmm. I like that. Well, I can't wait to see what you do in your new role, Shelley. You've always been a huge champion of IND, and I've seen so many people rally around you. Thank you for having the courage to drive change in such a challenging environment, and thank you for standing up for others and giving everyone a voice. Thank you, Therese. And, you know, I am excited, nervous, scared, and I want to thank all the zebras that have approached me to offer their support. I I I don't know everything. I'm not an expert, and I think that's the best place to start. So, again, my rally cry to everybody is, you know, let's all help each other, help me to understand better. I've got so much more to learn, and I may make mistakes along the way. <laughs> um, but please know that um, I, you know, I'm 
I'm really here willing to listen and there is so much that we could do together and I look forward to it. Wonderful. For those of you listening who want to learn more about Zebra's core values, our commitment to inclusion and diversity, and our efforts to always put people first, I encourage you to visit the Zebra website, zebra.com, and particularly the YourEdge blog. We provide updates on our IND initiatives, publish interviews with social change agents, and share stories of people like you and me who have both struggled and succeeded at becoming their authentic selves in their communities and workplaces. I think you'll like what you find when you scroll around a bit on our blog and listen to some of our other podcasts. So please bookmark www.zebra.com slash blog. You'll be glad you did. Until next time, I'm Therese Van Ryn.